Hi, everyone, and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I am your host, Zykeia McCoy, and here with Cooking with Positivity, we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that be in life, in your business, in your love life, at home, in your everyday workspace, wherever you need positivity to show light, that's what we like to focus on. This month, we are talking about addiction, but I do want to start off saying happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I am definitely thankful to be here on earth. I am definitely thankful for my family and friends I still have here, and I am thankful for you guys for listening. Now, uh, we're talking about addiction this month and how we can help those loved ones who suffer from addiction. So we're going to go ahead and start off with our positivity poem for the month. Talk that positivity talk. Our words have power. So only let the positive words leave your tongue and hit the air. Think those positivity thoughts. Keep your mind clear of dark and negative ideas that leave a bad taste in your mouth and cause you to lose sleep. Walk that positivity walk. Breathe in optimism, head held high, and walk into the positivity you want to see and feel. Be the positivity that you crave and others need. So today, our addiction is alcoholism. Now, alcoholism is high on the list because it is legal, making it access in use that much overwhelming linked to 60 types of diseases and injuries leading to 1.8 million deaths a year. Now, alcoholism is like any other disease. Those suffering experience cravings and physical dependence to alcohol and will continue to use it despite the many consequences, many negative consequences and the effect it has on themselves and loved ones. Now, certain ways you can find out or kind of have an idea that your loved one or your friend is addicted to alcohol is if you have a family history, if they have a family history of alcohol abuse. My family has a history of alcoholism and alcohol abuse. So growing up, I thought about what if I was addicted to alcohol and I've come to the conclusion that I'm not, thank God, but I do have loved ones who suffer from addictions and alcoholism is one of the top ones. And because of that fact, I make sure I'm mindful to watch those loved ones and to watch myself as well. Alcoholism does not just affect the person who is addicted. It affects the people around you. And another sign you can tell someone is addicted to alcohol is frequent intoxication. They're always intoxicated no matter what the occasion, no matter where they have to go. You know, if they have plans, if they have a job to go to, they're always intoxicated. They always find a way to become intoxicated. Their decline in self-care and hygiene. This is a big one. 
because all of my relatives who I've watched suffer from alcoholism have a huge, huge decline in hygiene. And it sometimes goes unnoticeable because if it's a male, you're like, oh, he's just having a bad day. Oh, he didn't feel like washing up today or he's been out, you know, getting his stuff done and he hasn't just gotten in the shower. But it's very difficult for alcoholics to take care of themselves because they're normally incoherent and incapacitated. So it's hard for them to even want to get in the shower. Their only concern is their next drunk. Physical harm, and this is physical harm with accidents. This is physical harms to themselves, getting into fights. All of this stems in physical harm. And these are big signs that someone is addicted to alcohol. Drinking alone. Most times people drink socially. And they drink socially because they are enjoying a drink. They're not just drinking to be drinking. A lot of the times when people drink alone, they normally have a lot of things on their mind. They don't have anybody to talk to or they're not feeling like they have anybody to talk to. So they turn to alcohol. And this causes more harm because you don't have anyone around you to say, hey, I think you may have had enough or hey, you know, how many drinks did you have? I had two and I feel real good, you know, so it's just that self check that is vacant when you drink alone. Also, you tend to consume more because you're drinking by yourself. Now, consuming lots of alcohol without getting intoxicated, this is because that person has built a tolerance to alcohol. So they've exceeded their limit because they're not feeling the buzz. It's almost like when a drug addict is chasing that first high. It's the same thing. It's just alcohol. You can't never get that first high because you have built a tolerance to it. Blackouts and memory loss. A lot of my relatives who are addicted to alcohol, who have suffered from alcoholism, experience loss in memory. When you confront them about the things they did while intoxicated, they tell you you're lying or they can't remember. They can't believe that that was them. Hiding or sneaking alcohol. Again, my relatives would have alcohol hidden under sinks, under beds, and even the alcohol that we hide from them, they tend to sneak and find it, sniff it out, and drink it all. Job loss. I do have a few relatives who lost their job due to alcoholism because they're so anxious and they're so on edge, they want their next drink that they don't want to be there, or they went to work intoxicated and had an altercation with their supervisor. Relationship problems. 98% of people who get into domestic disputes or domestic violence disputes is because they are intoxicated. 
and they cannot control themselves. So this will give you a high, high volume of relationship issues and relationship problems. A lot of complaints from friends and family. This is big because people complain about how you smell or how you carry yourself. And they often complain about your actions in certain situations, which you wouldn't normally act. And this can cause you to lose friends, which is another big sign that someone is addicted to alcohol. Because when you're addicted to something and you have people around you who don't necessarily know how to approach you, but don't necessarily want to deal with it, they complain, then you either cut them out your life or they stop dealing with you on that level. Arrests related to alcohol, such as DUIs, a lot of drunk in public, things of that nature. Those are big signs that someone is addicted to alcohol. Anger, sexual promiscuity, and rash acts. Those are also signs that someone is addicted to alcohol. Remorseful and humiliated. This is a big one as well. Because people often get humiliated when they find out some things they did and they tend to apologize a lot. But you know that if they don't get help, apologizing is just their steps and saying that, okay, I'm about to go get me another drink. So let me apologize for what I did last night to clean the slate because I know I'm about to do something else. Neglect of other activities. They don't want to go to work. They don't want to hang out. They don't want to do their hobbies that they used to do. Those are signs that a person is addicted to alcohol. Now, when we come back, I want to go over a question from one of our listeners and some of the ways you can help your friends or loved ones who suffer from alcoholism. Just in time for the holidays, ZRZ Catering is providing a sample sale where you can get your choice of meatballs, turkey, seafood, or beef, veggies, greens, or fried cabbage, deviled eggs, bacon cheddar, traditional or turkey, mac and cheese, traditional turkey, or bacon wrap. And just pay $4.99 for shipping and you can have a taste of what ZRZ Catering is cooking. Welcome back. Now, uh, we are talking about alcoholism. Now, we have a question from one of our listeners. She says, what's the best way to help a friend you suspect is addicted to alcohol. And this is from Angela Walker. Thank you for your question, Angela. So here are some steps you can use to approach and help your loved one who suffers from alcoholism. You want to learn about alcoholism before you approach your loved one. You want to be sure that they have a problem. You know all the signs. You know what they're facing so you can approach them appropriately. 
The next one, you want to practice what you're going to say. You don't want to be stumbling or tripping over your words. You want to be clear and direct. You want to pick the right place and time. You are not looking to add fuel to the fire. So you don't want to address them in front of a crowd or unfamiliar environment. You want them to feel as comfortable as possible. So when you approach them, if they do have an outburst, you are in a safe space. And you want to be open and honest and make it clear your intentions is not to embarrass or humiliate them. But you have concerns and you need to listen to their feelings. And if they are in denial or blow up, you don't want to meet them. You want to let them cool off, but stay firm in your concerns and address it when heads are leveled. You want to offer support. Most people who suffer from addiction often don't feel supported or loved or cared for. So a lot of the times they feel like they're alone in the world and you don't want to make them feel isolated because that just give them another reason to drink. And if that those steps don't work into getting the help that they need, maybe an intervention is necessary. Intervention is normally the last and final step because it is normally a big burden. You have to organize it. You have to get everybody together that they love and care for. And there's no guarantee that they'll be receptive to an intervention either. And again, alcoholism is just like any disease or addiction. You want to be clear and supportive. And you have to want to help your loved one and your loved one has to want to be helped. That's it for today, you guys. And I want to thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for our next addiction conversation. And I want you guys to have a safe and happy holiday. And our next discussion for next week is going to be about tobacco. So until then, guys, have a happy and positive day.